guys, Leather Leone here, and I have a new record coming out. We're at the Chosen, 1125. Lightning. Fire. Power of God or something. He died for our sins. That shall be his undoing. Hey, 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 what is going on here? Shocking. Positively shocking. That's just funny. <laughs> ah, fuck you. I love it when a plan comes together. Hey, come here! Hi! God damn it! Okay, now, uh, if by any chance I get, like, flustered, you know, when I'm hurling through space, and, and, and I pull the red one first! Oh, then you gonna wind up looking like a well-done chili burger. They're gonna have to shovel you into a coffin. Find and fulfill your destiny. You bastard! Drop dead! I don't do requests. You remember one thing. You screw up just this much, you'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. I'm Larry. Fuck off, Larry. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor. Uh, I've got a very, very special guest today uh, with me. Um, we're going to be talking with Leather Leone, and we're going to be talking about uh, her new album, We Are the Chosen, which is going to be coming out November 25th on SPV Steamhammer. And thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. Thank you for having me. It means a lot. I'm so psyched about this record. <laughs> awesome. I'm so excited to talk with you about it. Um I guess just to start off, um, when did you start recording, uh, or the excuse me, the writing process for this album? Vinny Tex and I decided the fall of 2019, my whole musical team it was in a major uproar. Vinny was the one that stuck by me. We said, let's let's write some songs. And then of course the pandemic happened. Sure. But the fall, the fall of 2019, I would say September, October of 19, we started. Wonderful, wonderful. And then um, as far as, um, did you have a lot of material for this record that maybe didn't make the album, or did you use everything? Or um, I know a lot of times I'll talk we with have, people. We have, couple, we have a couple songs that we, that we felt at this time weren't, weren't uh, right for the record, but really, yeah, basically everything, though. We have 10 songs on the record, right? Yeah, we basically put everything out there, but we have ideas. We're writing all the time. Oh, incredible, yeah, incredible. Have, Everywhere, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so let's jump right into this album. Uh, what can you tell us about track one, We Take Back Control? First song that we wrote, angry song. It's just the theme of the whole record. Sure. I tend to, I don't want to say I'm lazy, but in my career, I've always just assumed people are on the same page as me. They just had my best interest at heart. Well, you know what? It took me all this time to find out it's not true. So it's a, just a very positive way of saying, I'm done, I'm taking it back, get out of the way. Yeah, it speaks for itself. Just taking back control of what the hell I'm doing in my musical life. Oh, excellent, excellent. Life, period. Awesome, period. right? Um, let's see, uh, track two, Always Been Evil. Well, you know, I'm a typical 80s chick. Race Catholic, you know, like Dio said, the dichotomy of good and evil is always a good thing to write about. And it's it just me, uh, you know, again, exploring, you know, Christianity and my mother making me go to church, but that's where I started singing. And saying, you know what, I've always been more interested in the dark side. It's very simple. It's always been evil. I've always gone there. I've always been interested in it. It's always been my first choice. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and then track three, Shadows. Same difference. I tend to, 
um, I'm really interested in the occult and witchcraft and just Indian things, things of when it was pure and there wasn't black and white. Just me, you know, no, an idea of there's always something there that always wants to mess with me. It was actually even a personal thing at the time. I was going through something with a friend who always seemed to crush my freaking stuff. So, uh, yeah, always there to uh, try to destroy me. Yeah. Oh, wow. just, just being aware again, not knowing who's around you, what they're going to do. Somebody's always there to try to knock you off, right? Oh, sure, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, track four, uh, Off With Your Head. By the way, oh, okay. Um, again, my favorite song when he came up there, near, 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 near. It's so bizarre. Again, a situation that I was in where somebody pissed me off. Uh, very simple. And again, I happened to be reading about the kings and queens at the time because one of my my middle name is Victoria. So I was looking into Cap Catherine, all the queens, and about how they would, you know, actually it was the kings that would knock off their heads. But if you messed with somebody back then, boom, the guillotine. <laughs> right. So and, you know, of course, I'm from the 80s. You always get references, Metal Queen. So it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. I'm the queen and I'll break your head. That's amazing. You messed with me on the wrong day. My favorite <laughs> <song>. <laughs> no more head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see, uh, track five, We Are the Chosen. We Are the Chosen. Um, it's all of us. It's the metal family. We, are, we live this life. We're blessed. We're privileged. We all stick together. We're crazy. We're... You know, we're misunderstood. Um, and also, I, I anyone who knows me, I'm extremely into Ronnie Dio. When, we, when he passed away, I just felt like that some of us were just past this torch to keep going. You know, it's we are the chosen. Come follow me. Let me be a messenger. We're the chosen. Awesome, awesome. Big family, metal family, yes. Uh, let's see, track six, Tyrants. Uh, you know. Just again reviewing things that had happened in my life, and just all the people that lied to you. I mean, it's all self-explanatory. Uh, you too. I mean, all the liars that we've seen, all the bullshit that we've heard in our life, right? Sure. And then they're ascending. We're finding out who they are, and again, biblically, they're all rising up, and we got you. We got you. You can't hide from me anymore. Awesome. Uh, track seven, Hollowed Ground. Oh, well, that's for Ronnie. Um, we were talking about that one time, a conversation that I had with him about how he was always so, the way he wrote and his imagery and how magical he was. And um, he used to say that I would, I would acquire it through my life. Get older, keep singing, and it was a place of being hallowed. So, and again, Catholicism, hallowed ground. I was so happy writing this record with Vinnie Tex. I was like, wow, I have found my hallowed ground. Magic come, magic goes. Again, there was a Ronnie line he told me, magic comes and magic goes. Be open when it's there, accept it when it's not. Incredible. And that was my, for Dio, for sure. Oh, awesome. Uh, let's see, uh, track eight, Dark Days. Um, dark Days, again, going back to what I said, um, I want to go back to the dark days when things were so black and white, when things were, you know, mythological, you know, the sun and the moon and the water and fire, just, you know, again, which could just purity, when people just lived off the land, you know, without all the, all the noise that we have, ah, the noise. Just like when the Indians, you know, they would see the fog come over the hill and think it was a god, you know. I want to go back to those dark days. People call them dark days. Again, medieval reference. I want to go back there. Gotcha. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, who rules the world, track nine? <laughs> Me being a little narcissistic. Vincent, i got to tell you, going, really? 
shouldn't shouldn't everything go my freaking way? Right. Yeah, it was a bit of narcissism, which I've always been told I don't have. Who rules the world? I want it. It's mine. And you can, it, I don't know if you pay attention to the lyrics, but the black, the black knight, he lied. There was a reference to Chastain, how they, you know, they came oh, nice. for the head of the king. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Narcissism. I should rule the damn world. It should be mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and let's see, uh, the Glory in the End, track 10, the last track. Glory in the End, just thinking about uh, people that had been in my life musically that, you know, I mean, music is it's hard work and it's personal and all, and all the people that they don't really contribute, but they want to be there for the glory. You know, I mean, just saying no. Sure. Bye, bye, you know. People don't want to work, but they want the glory, so you'll never see it. That's all I was saying. Amazing. Um, what about the cover art for, the, for We Are the Chosen? It's really cool. Marcelo Vasco did that, my new friend, uh, a Brazilian graphic artist. He's actually in a band, Troops of Doom, but he did. He does all the extreme metal covers. He, he's actually famous for Slayer. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Vinny knew him, and, I, and I, I said, can you try to do something for me? Because I don't do extreme metal, but I love the imagery that you do. So I had my photographer took that picture of me, that picture of me actually on the ground while I was actually falling. And I got so freaking pissed off that I fell in the wind. And so he caught me just perfectly. And he created, I said, just do some cartoony kind of demonic evil, but that, you know, like cartoonish. And he just hit it. He nailed it on the head. Yeah, it's amazing. I love that imagery so much. Yeah. Colorful. And I don't usually do colorful stuff. So it's like, maybe we should stay away from the black and the grays. Let's do some color. Nice. Yeah, he did a good job. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, and then what about the recording process for We Are the Chosen? How did that go? Well, Vinny and I went to Poland, and everybody always asks me why. We were on the road in 18, and we for Leather 2, we decided we wanted to redo some vocal tracks, and we were close to Poland. And Vinny knew the guys at Hurt Studios um, from his extreme metal history, so they let me go in just to redo some tracks, and I just, oh my God, I fell in love with them. You know, you have to understand the metal that goes through those walls. I mean, Behemoth and Vader and Hate. Sure. I mean, the metal just per permeates from them. Um, so I knew that I would go back there. And, you know, everyone was talking about the cost, but honestly, me flying there and recording was probably still cheaper than doing that record in the States. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> It, 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 it's just insane. Like some, they just make me feel comfortable, and I had time. I've never had so much time. And you stay there, and they're so positive, and they just bleed metal. I mean, I've never had anyone say to me, "Can you sing that a little dirtier?" So I, I love the Wolaski Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will always record there. It's just a great studio. So relaxing in the middle of nowhere in Poland. It was so cold, but you, you just create. It's beautiful there. That's awesome. That's really really cool. Um, and then. Just to ask you this, because I was curious, um, what was your involvement? I know this is probably a a, a, bit, a loaded question, but what was your involvement? And then can you talk about uh, how you uh, started out with uh, Chastain? I started out with Chastain. Um, I moved to um, San Francisco in the early 80s, and I was singing in a band with a bunch of girls, and we were trying to be all hardcore. And I was lucky enough to befriend Mike Varney, who was the Shrapnel Records guy back yep. in the day that was doing all the shredders, right? Paul Gilbert's Vinnie Moore. So I, I had really become friends with him, and he was courting Rude Girl. He wanted us to sign with them. Long story short, when Rude Girl fell apart, I called him up immediately, and I was devastated. We had this 
CBS deal that fell through. And he said, you know what? I have this guitar player. It was all through Mike Varney. I would say within three weeks, I was, and I don't know how old you are, but I went into somebody's bedroom and put in a, a cassette, a four track. Yeah. And I sang a mystery of illusion, black Knight, and winds of change just over his guitar. And I think I was recording mystery of illusion within a month. Wow. It was Mike Varney from Shrapnel records. That's, that's amazing. Um, yeah. Was, and maybe I'm confusing this with something else. I'm, I'm in my late forties just to let you know too. Um, okay. <laughs> but was, was there a band that Chastain was in? Was, was he not in a band called fifth angel at one point? No, uh, that was uh, the drummer from Ruler of the Wasteland, Ken Mary. Okay. He's from Fifth Angel, yeah. David Chastain was in a band called Spike. Okay. He had CJSS. Yeah. No, that's Ken Mary. You'll forgive me. My uncle was who introduced me. I lost him years ago, but he introduced me to a lot of like stuff that was on Shrapnel, like Racer X and uh, Vinnie yeah, Moore. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, the... Uh, Oh, uh, Cacophony and, you know, a bunch of those oh, different Cacophony. records. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know when I was running around, we, we used to record everything up north here at Katati Studios when we were doing Mr. Evolution. I mean, I sang, uh, I think we Donnie, I think Donnie passed away from trauma recently, right? The singer. Anyway, I did backgrounds of the trauma record. Kurt, uh, um, Cliff Burton was running around and met him. Vinnie oh, wow. Was running around and met and it was when we were, you know, before they were big, we were just trying to just kick ass, man. And it's cow country, and we were just, you know, they would have the studio for three hours, and I did the studio for three hours. It was a really good time. But speaking of Ken Mary, we kind of had a joke in Chastain that we would get drummers on our records, and then they would go out to be huge. Fred Corey, Cinderella, Mr. Evolution. He goes, I got to go. I got to call from Cinderella. The ruler of the wasteland, Ken Mary. What, he went and did Alice Cooper, I think, and then Fifth Angel. So it was kind of a joke that we had, yeah. Yeah, I remember I had a friend that would, when we were growing up, he would also buy like anything. We would go in like Record Bar, if you remember that place. We would go in there, Disc yes, Jockey. Yes. And, and And he would buy, so we would watch Headbangers Ball all night. And then the next yes. day, he would go buy, you know, cassettes or vinyl. Uh, and even this yeah. is a little bit before CDs, and I remember him having that Fifth Angel album because he liked Chastain, but I, I never knew the connection there. Sorry for that. I know that's kind of a weird question, but oh, no, 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 that's fine. I remember, I remember him buying. Maybe he bought that when he bought a Chastain album. It was really bizarre because I remember him having that, and I don't, I don't know why I thought he was on that. I don't know, but I remember he had a bunch of just stuff like that, just all kinds of. I'm, I'm actually wanting to say, wasn't there, so there was a cat named Bird on that album, maybe on the Fifth Angel. I don't know. I don't know them. I really don't. It was really weird. It was just. It's weird. I don't even know. Like right before I did this interview, it was like I was having fucking flashbacks of like my my middle school days. I was sitting there going, I remember. I remember something to do because I remember the Chastain stuff, but I never. I remember. I don't remember ever having any of it for whatever reason. Like I, I remember all of the covers because I was researching stuff before I spoke with you, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, so were you on all of the Chastain stuff? Yes. When we departed way amicably after "For Those Who Dare," um, he did two other record, two or three records with another woman, um, but. Basically, I call myself the original Chessian vocalist. I worked with him up until uh, yeah, eighty-five to ninety-one, I think. Wow! So most of the ones you know, they, they were it was me. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's incredible. That's that's so awesome. 
Um, and yeah, I was checking out um, your previous album, and I thought it was really cool too. Um, too? Yeah. Too? Really? Um, you know, I, God, I can't listen to that record. It was done really, really fast, and there were too many cooks in the kitchen, and I didn't want it produced. I, I just wanted it like just raw, and I wanted you to hear everything. Your vocals yeah. are great. Thank you. Done very fast. Very, and, and I had a lot to say. I hadn't been in the studio, Jesus Opino, since uh, you know the Sledge Leather Project with Jesus. Oh wow. Two thousand eleven. Sure. So I, I was ready to go. I was just. I was ready. To go. <laughs> I had to sing. I had to sing. It's amazing. Um, and as far as uh, are you planning to do some shows for We Are the Chosen and do maybe some festivals next year? Or? Yeah. Yes, I, I'm trying. Um, uh, that's my priority now is because the record is set and it's going. Um, sure. Yeah, I, I'm having meetings every day. Yeah. Oh, God, I want to do it so bad. I will do it. But, you know, everything is so backlogged from COVID. You know, right. they're trying to catch up with all those bands that had to cancel and all the things. And sure. So it's kind of a setback and things are moving slow. But, oh, I'm gonna, this record is too good for me to not push it to get out there. I'll get out there. Let me ask you this. Now, it, when you start doing live shows, um, Obviously, it will be you. Will you like hand pick like a band to play with you, or how how will that work? I ha yeah, I have a touring band in Brazil. I have one. In, I kind of have them everywhere. I've okay. Them, but I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible! That's incredible. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you were mentioning the studio that that we are the chosen was recorded in. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a big Vader fan. I so I guess that's that's are pretty. You? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've had uh, Peter's been on here twice. We've been doing yeah. we've been doing this podcast for almost eight years, so it's but yeah. It, oh really? Yeah, but he is he does he live in the states? No, the no, he no, no. He's no. very much in Poland. Very Poland, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think, like, it's a next studio. It's just um, oh yeah. You just pull up and it's like ah. Oh, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to leave. Because they have, you stay on the property, and I was just like, can I just stay here and clean the studio? I didn't want to leave. Uh, we were there for three weeks, and I, I'm already planning to go back to do the other one, but I'm going to stay like freaking two months next time. Oh, that's great. Now, is it, is it, is it, I'm, I'm assuming it's it's really big. It sounds like a really big studio. It's, a, it's, well, the, where, the, where you record, it's a big, the, 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 Local room is huge. It's amazing. But it's not really that big, no. But it's it's just amazing. I just imagine it like cozy in the forest somewhere, like it, exactly what it is. It's at the end of the street, and it's got a little gate. It's all overgrown, and but you know, it's in a residential area. <laughs> Vinny and I would walk to the store every day, and, <laughs> and you know, we're all like, ah. <laughs> and the, people, the people would be like, what the? <laughs> you know, the little old sweet people would go on the other side of the road, like, who are these freaks? You know, that's incredible. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> it sounds like it. Um, and then um, when you guys like, so do, do you bring stuff to him or does he bring stuff to you or how does that work when you guys are writing? Back and forth. Back and forth. Okay. He would send me a, a bunch of a bunch of uh, guitar ideas and I send him lyrics all the time. But you know, lyrics kind of don't mean anything until for me until I hear that freaking guitar. But we would just go back and forth. Um, and since he lives in, you know, he goes back and forth on Portugal to Brazil and I live up here. Sure. I just literally did it on this iPad that I'm speaking with you on. Um, you know, voice recorder, we transfer. I mean, we just did that every day. That's amazing. 
Yeah. It's very, very cool. And it was very interesting because we didn't even, even rehearse. I know that he was nervous before he went into the studio because, you know, look at me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and we, I met him in Portugal and we went over the stuff acoustically, but we had never done the material. So uh, it was interesting. I had the drummer from Leather 2 laid down the drum tracks for me in Brazil. Braulio Drummond did the drumming for me. And then, of course, we transferred those files. Oh, wow. And Vinny has a friend that did all the orchestration on the three songs, Douglas Pinella. Okay. But yeah, but Vinny did all guitars, bass, he even did some backgrounds. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Him and I this time. Yeah, he did it all. That's amazing. Um, and then festival stuff would you rather do like a tour or do you like or do you like doing the one-off festival stuff better at this point i'll do anything i'll play anybody for a mitzvah um I, i'm usually used to touring but i'd love to do festivals i just i i need to play i i, I really miss it and chastain never even back in the day when i was touring all the time chastain never enjoyed touring and when we did Surrender to No One in 2015, he calls him Miss Leather. He's from Georgia, so he talks like this. <laughs> he said, I ain't touring. Because Miss Leather, I ain't touring. I mean, we get offers all the time. Um, I usually do my own tours. Um, I usually try to hook up with a, you know, like I opened for Rob Rock, and then I did the Raven tour, and then I did some God Bless You, Steve. I was getting ready to do a Grim Reaper tour. Um, oh, wow. I love to do the one-offs. Yeah, whoever will have me, I'm going. That's incredible. To the festival thing, yeah, absolutely. I think it would be good. I mean, it, I, it seems like a lot of the bands that I speak with, you know, like I think there's a lot of stuff. I was speaking with, um, it's been a couple weeks ago, I was speaking with Johnny, the vocalist for Axel Rudy Pell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just love Axel Rudy Pell, but he was telling me, he's like, man, he's not going to be playing in the States. He's never going to play there. There's no market for it, you know. And it was interesting to me, and I started thinking... I guess you you have to kind of stay where your bread's buttered, you know. I mean, that makes the most Absolutely. sense. That's why I've been going to Brazil since 2014, exactly. And the states are really, really different. Um, I mean, you, kind of, you know, you go to Germany and Europe and then you go to South America. And it's, ah, it's amazing. The states are very, very different. Um, I... You know, I'm always trying. It's not my first choice to play here. But again, I'll do what, wherever people want to see me. Sure. Because I do have a history here with Just Saying. Absolutely. Um, but also, the promoters now have been telling me that they're a little gun-shy because I thought the opposite. I'm like, oh my God, these festivals are so eclectic now because people are dying for music and everybody needs to go out and play. Sure. But they said that they, they're, they're gun-shy because they don't know if people, are gonna, if people only have so much money. Are they going to go to the festivals or are they going to go to the clubs? So they're freaky about where they're booking you you know so of course money thing again it was like that in the 90s i remember you know people were going to go pay 50 bucks to see hetfield not 35 to see me so it kind of you know touring was hard back then well touring is always hard unless you're iron maiden you know well oh yeah those guys uh, yeah. they're very blessed I, but yeah it was well it was interesting like what i was telling you when i was talking with johnny because you know i've listened to axel rudy pale for probably 20 years and mm -hmm. and I got into them like late I got into them in like the probably 2003 or 2004 and it's it's interesting as hell to me that music that I grew up listening to it just it just doesn't exist in the in this country anymore yeah. and it's yeah. there well, yeah, I, I, did but you ever see, did you ever see the interview with with Dio and that's what he said he said um 
the states have become the land of American Idol. Nobody cares how hard you work. Nobody cares about your musical sure. history. I mean, a lot of big, yeah, a lot of big bands don't even really play here anymore. You know, they play some one-off show and then they go. It, it is sad. Well, it it's is. It's, it's just a different metal here. Different. It, it's fa It's. I mean, it's fascinating to me because I. I mean, Europe is where it's at. It seems like they care about everything that I still love. Yeah. You know, so um, like you're. Yeah, I think extreme metal. I think extreme metal is probably doing better here. I know a friend of mine just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go meet him. Um, Blind Illusion. They aren't. A, they aren't an extreme metal band. I guess they're having a record release party in the city, and then I know Wasp. Wasp is do, going everywhere and doing well. But, um, yeah, you never know. And, and you are right. The beginning of this question, you have to go where your bread is buttered or wherever you say. And that seems to be South America for me. People just, I do well there. You know and what? I, we, I'm good. <laughs> it's weird. You, you mentioned Wasp. Um, and I hope I'm not keeping you. I was just going to chat with you for a little no, bit no, longer. No, no. But, you know, I tried um, to, you know, to speak with Blackie or whatever. And they were acting like I was trying to talk to fucking Paul McCartney. Yeah. And, and what's and I've listened to I was, him. I was sad to hear. I was sad to hear about that because the friend that I was just talking to said the same thing because he has a little podcast here, and he said Blackie was just. And I knew Blackie from back in the day, and he was always wonderful to me. But I'm a woman, uh, and I was in a band full of women. Sure. But I've heard that about him. Yeah, he's, he has that attitude. Isn't that a shame? Well, I don't even know that it was him. It's just some of the PR people, like like John that brought me to you, he's amazing. But sometimes, you know, there are just people that are just untouchable in this industry. I've been doing this almost eight years, and you'll, yeah. ha you'll have people you run into. Like, I remember asking some folks at Metal Blade once about King Diamond, and they laughed in my face. Oh, oh yeah. I, yeah, I know that. I know people that have played with him. Yeah. Like, are you high? Like, you're not talking to him, you know? Um, but I mean, it, it's, it's, it's okay. I mean, I've done it for this long, but it's, it is interesting though, cause it does seem like that wasp tour is doing really well, but, um, amazing. yeah, well, of course, of course it would do amazing. The 40 year, come on, it's your 40 anniversary. It, it, it is just, I, it, it just amazes me though. I guess people have different attitudes. I mean, there's days that I'm a bitch too, but how could you never want to be grateful and thankful to the people that listen to your stuff? You know, that's sure. always weird to me. Yeah, it, you know, well, well, the the weird thing about the Wasp thing is, you know, no, I mean, I guess they're probably not able, but you know, Wasp to me is Chris Holmes, and and you know, I, I think he's as much part of it as Blackie is, and I, I don't know. Is if he, he is he with him now? Is no, Chris with him now no, or no? No. I didn't even. I thought he was. I no. Thought he was all sober. No. No. It's sad, it's and I. It's lost. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, I remember seeing them first time I saw them. They opened for Kiss on really? on Last Command. Yeah, I was in like fourth or fifth grade, and they blew Kiss off the fucking stage. You know, it was incredible, and I never missed a tour up until like I guess the last time I saw Wasp in America was that Kill Fuck Die album. They were touring, this is like late 90s, early 2000s, it was them and Motorhead, and it was awesome. It was incredible. That's probably the last thing they did, right? Then they kind of stopped after that? They put out an album called Hell Dorado with Chris, but I, the, the tour was nowhere near where I could see them in Florida. And then they did some shows for that Neon God part one and two, but Chris wasn't oh, involved yeah. in that. 
that was just Blackie, and it was like an acoustic show. He played at a at a at a bar down on this uh, on the on the coast on Pensacola, uh, like like in Pensacola Beach. And I remember going to see him there. And it was like him and an acoustic guitar. It was so weird. Really? Yeah, it was really bizarre. Is he the only original? Is, is he the only original guy? Blackie, yeah. Other, Blackie's the only one. Yep. Yeah. Well, he was lost. But yeah, I mean, anyway, it's. I just saw that. I bet Armored Saint is Armored Saint doing that tour. I'm just talking to this promoter. It's like, why the fuck am I not on that show? I don't know why. I, you would have. I think, man, after listening to this record, I think it would have been great. Oh my god, Black! I've been trying to reach out to Blackie, but of course, I haven't talked to him in 127 years. Sure. Sure. Yeah, that's my goal. That, that's our goal. Then, you know, I just want to tour, tour, so that's what I'm working on. Well, hell, maybe the European stuff, like we were talking about, maybe there's a big market for yeah. it over there, because I, I think this yeah, record yeah. is killer. It's great. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Kids, pick up your copy of We Are the Chosen from Leather Leone. It comes out November uh, 25th, and it's going to be on SPV Steamhammer, an amazing label. You're an amazing lady. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate the hell out of you taking the time to do this today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Cracker Jack timing, Wang. Total concentration. You ready, Jack? I was born ready. Take us out. Wedding, good sir. Brought it here to me, I... I'll be quiet.